0: It's been a hot minute anyway, but we are back with Beyond the Barns Podcast. I'm Melody Judge, along with General Manager Larry Gaffey, and uh, Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year, everybody. And we are up and uh, going strong already for for 2024. Oh, it's
1: busy around here. It
0: is already. And with us today, we're going to talk about just how busy it is going to be this weekend um, in regard to the junior beef weigh-in. Yep. Right? And so... Um, we'll be joined with, uh, by Doc Sturkin coming up, but a little bit of review, um, about last year. Yeah. So a- last year, 2023, it was a good year.
1: It was a very good year. Yes. Yep. We had, uh, you know, all of our usual events, you know, the, the bigger stuff, rib fest, um, of course the fair and, and, uh, bull riding events and all of that, all the normal stuff. We had some challenges with weather. Um, On our bigger events, uh, you know, during the fair last year, uh, Sunday and Monday was so hot.
0: It was, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, uh, Attendance was up the first four days of the fair, but the last two days was down about 10% or more. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, but we got through. I mean, thankfully, we were up uh, quite a bit going into those two days. So, we ended up okay.
0: Mm -hmm. And the fair went really well. Very well. Yeah. 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 Um, and the theme, I'm a theme girl. The theme last year was so, so good. There's no place like home. And I tell you, the characters from uh, the Wizard of Oz characters just pulled everything together.
1: Well, they sure did. You know, and, and you kind of don't know, you know, how good an act like that is going to be. I mm-hmm. mean, you. You can call and get references, and you can look at photos and things like that. But they, they delivered way more of the punch than what I thought they were going to. They, they were spot on. They were. And they stayed in character. I don't know if, if you saw them, you were lucky that you did. I mean, they were around the fairgrounds quite a bit. Um, and if you didn't see them, you know, you can find photos of, of them interacting with uh, patrons that were at the fair. But they, were, they stayed in character. You know, um, the theme was No Place Like Home so Wizard of Oz, obviously, and um, I had a t- TV reporter with me in the golf cart and showing around, and um, we ran into Dorothy and the Tin Man uh, outside the souvenir shop by the log cabin, and I said something to Dorothy about having a television reporter, and she said, television? What is this television, you know?
0: Right, yeah, is that like yeah. a
1: newspaper reporter? <laughs> and she just stayed in character. It was super fun, and... Um, I saw so many positive interactions with them. Um, so, yeah, that was a really cool, kind of like putting a little salt and pepper on the meal. It you,
0: was. So, yeah. Yep. yeah. So, Icing on the cake, that's for sure. That's what it was. And uh, their, their company called Spirit of Oz, that's what it was. It wasn't, yes. you know, so we just, I just want to correct that, uh, my mistake on that part. But... They were so fun, and uh, I know that they got a little hot, like you were saying, on Sunday and Monday, but they sure did a fantastic job. I'm sure
1: the lion and the tin man were just roasting.
0: Yeah, I have to say, since we're talking about the fair last year, last year on the park stage, uh, we had over um, 34 music acts during the fair. And I'm talking about the grandstand as well, but uh, the majority, obviously— free entertainment on the park stage. And we can't do that without sponsors, obviously. So, but um, back in black on Sunday night.
1: Park was packed.
0: The park was packed. That's right. It really was back with back in black. Yeah,
1: yeah. About thirty-four bands. I didn't realize that was yes. the total. That's yep. that's pretty cool. Thirty-four.
0: Um, I, I want to say over probably thirty-four. I might have missed a, a couple here or there, but over thirty-four music acts during the during the fair. Excuse me. And during Ribfest, we had twenty-two acts. Really? Yes. And of course, free entertainment. If somebody says there's nothing to do around here. Um, in Walworth County and right here at the fairgrounds, like you, you, are living underneath a rock. <laughs> you need to crawl out yeah. and get with a party right. because a party is happening right here yeah. and uh, a lot of other things, um, on the fairgrounds.
1: Big time. I mean, how many horse shows did we have?
0: Horse shows. I want to say, let's see here. We had over 31 horse shows that were scheduled and, um, I might've missed a few here or there, but, and, and some are not scheduled. So I want to say. Gosh, That's, what, you
1: mean for coming up year we've got thirty or this covered. year,
0: yes. But last year, going like kind of a year in review and numbers, I mean, it's it's going to be more to, than that.
1: Probably close to forty.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we
1: and we have we'll have multiple shows going out the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, you know, it's crazy to think about. You know, right? Um, what do we? Well, with
0: at? our new covered arena, yeah. it makes it all possible. Yeah,
1: yeah. So. The horse area is doing very good, and I think in the industry, in the horse industry, it's considered to be a pretty premier location to do a show. So that thing's really coming together. Good team effort there.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of chatter in the horse community in regard to the Walworth County, in regard to the Elkhorn Equestrian Event Center. Yes, there is on the fairgrounds. A lot of good buzz. So yes, uh, yeah,
1: a lot of horse shows, and then we had uh, we had monster truck show last summer in the grandstand. We had uh, two days of bull riding and barrel racing with uh, a very good uh, bull riding promoter. Um, he usually does, Bob Sauber, he, he does uh, mainly arena-type shows for bull riding. And during COVID lockdown, he lost one of his venues uh, down across the Illinois border. It was uh, the the Rosemont, you know, whatever that, mm-hmm, that big mm-hmm. uh, arena is down there. And he asked if he could br- bring it up here. And we were like, really? You know, so we said, yeah, bring it. And he loved it here. I mean, we would have never... I mean, there, not many good things came out of COVID, but that is one good thing for mm-hmm. the fairgrounds that came out of COVID was uh, showing someone that good a promoter that the fairgrounds can host events like that. So... Uh, very exciting, and he's coming back year after year.
0: Very professional. Yes. Uh, what he What he does event that he brings.
1: That's right, and it's a show.
0: Mm-hmm. It really, truly is.
1: Yeah. We had National Night Out again last year. Of course, that's going to happen this year. That gets bigger and bigger every year. I
0: know. Year. Yeah. I know. It's so great. It's so good co- to connect the community with our law enforcement, with the EMS, with the, you know, yeah. just the whole. Um, heroes that don't wear capes (laughs) you know what I mean
1: I think it's a great event and um, making that connection and you you do learn a lot I mean they do demonstrations on on crash simulations and you know how to how to how to clean up a crash site and Like you said, EMS work and all Mm -hmm. that's very cool. If you get a chance to go to that next year, sometime early August, I think.
0: Yes, it is. And we do have it on our schedule here. It's
1: it's like first week in August. Right.
0: Yeah. Yep. And of course, we do have the Elkhorn Antique Flea Market. Um, The world's favorite antique flea market happens right here. And that kicks off um, this year, May 19th. There's four of those There's four, correct. June 30th, August 11th, and then again, September 29th. Um, So that's yeah. always a great
1: well it's a show. unique event too i mean it, it's like when people think flea market you know they may not be thinking of what this flea market is mm-hmm. and there's there's it's antiques mm-hmm. you know and uh really cool stuff and and uh, they really monitor what their vendors can sell it's it's not a bunch of uh, stuff from china or anything like that i mean they these are all true antiques so um and i don't know how many vendors they have like four or five hundred of them something like that yeah it's, it's it's wild
0: it is it takes up pretty much you know
1: everything but the horse area
0: that's right yeah exactly yeah,
1: so four of those mm-hmm. and we got a couple dog shows again this year with a burlington kennel club and i can't remember the other one um that happens later in the year but those those are pretty cool and there might be a small admission charter parking charge to come to that burlington dog show but it's worth it you know it's to fun see. yeah it's yeah. really cool yeah it's very high end and you know, a lot of people people don't realize a lot of the dogs that come for that show, the owners are not with that dog. Right. They have a paid handler mm-hmm. that travels around the country to go into dog shows, and um, so if it's you like show.
0: right, if you like watch watching uh, the Westminster dog show on TV, this is for you. Yeah, you might want to just come on out here and check this out. Yeah, I mean
1: that's the Super Bowl, but it, it's, right, it's very good. Pro, yeah. I mean it's good stuff. So it is. Um, so got that going on, and then so last year. You said we had 34 bands. So does that mean we had over 50, what, 60, 50, 60 bands?
0: Yeah, we had over our 56. Music mm-hmm. wow. That's what I said. Like, there's something going on, especially if you're a music lover. If you're a people watcher, where have you been? You need yeah. to come on out here. Um, but we have camping groups this year. Um, we had a
1: goat show last year. We yes. Like an independent goat show, swine yep. show. Rabbit show. Rabbit show. Did we have a beef show. I remember. Yeah, yeah um, I think we did.
0: We also have, of course, a sock hop that's coming up. I mean, oh, seriously, yeah. does like a sock hop in, yeah. in the American Legion, yes, oh, American Legion. American Legion. Okay. So that's going to be coming up, obviously. Um, State I should know C- that I'm in the American. You Legion. You should know that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see now that I'm. Now I'm going to question myself, but um, anyway, it's worth it to. You know, come another on thing I want to
1: highlight last year too is the uh, historical society. Um, re- re- like they spruced up the. Uh, uh, town Hall,
0: yes, they and sure the school did. Schoolhouse, oh, they worked so hard on that.
1: We did the floors, windows, all of that stuff, and uh, we moved our uh, fair memorabilia museum mm-hmm. in there during the fair, and and they manned that. So you know, next year if you're at the fair, and you didn't realize it, we've got we'll have a museum set up in that town hall building, and mm-hmm. it's really something mm-hmm. to see. There's a lot of really cool old memorabilia going back to the 1800s. I
0: know, and just people when if they're doing an estate sale or whatever. And people don't really know what to do with those things. They might drop it off here, and um, yeah. yeah. So we do thank everybody for if they made, they their made donations. They were
1: souvenirs. There were lamps, like lamps I know. That, that spun from the heat of the light bulb, you right. know, and that kind of stuff. Right, me, and they cool had like stuff. glassware. Yeah, glass, like red gr- glass. the g-
0: red glass, and there's some green glass, and yep. like where are those companies today? That'd be so. Diane Kegley said something about that to me uh, a couple weeks ago. do you think that there's anything, you know, any companies that still do that? And especially for our 175th year um, of the fair. So we Uh, are really ramping some good things up for this year.
1: That that might be an interesting find. But, you know, if you look at those, all of the writing on that red glass was hand done. It was hand done. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a machine. And I wonder how many... I mean, you probably have to get on Etsy to find somebody right. or something like that. But yeah, right. anyway. So the museum's in the uh, in the town hall building in the park next year. If you haven't been there, check it out. It's pretty cool. And uh, Ripfest, you know, went really good last year. Um, we had, it was an interesting one weather wise. Sure I mean, was. The first day it rained. The second day torrential. Torrential. The <laughs> second day, it was pretty good throughout the day, and then like around six or seven o'clock, I can't remember PM, the crowd's just starting to get mm-hmm.
0: here little humid out, little humid. you know what I'm talking about. It
1: starts pouring rain, mm-hmm. and there's tornado warnings.
0: Yes, yes.
1: You know, and, you know, law enforcement's always here, and, right. and uh, the fire chief was here. Of course, we have our own security team, which are mostly are all off-duty law enforcement. So we had good guidance going into it. Um, we obviously let people know that they could take shelter. at Jackson School right here. Or others. We, we made announcements on the over at PA, but... Um, What was weird was there were, while this was going on, nobody left, really. Right. Nobody took shelter. And I looked at uh, the main gate, and there were more people coming in than leaving. Right. And the place just got packed. And, uh, because it was, because Bella Kane was playing.
0: (laughs) True. This is true. It's
1: it's not like you can drag 10,000 whatever people by the ear and say, you got, you know what I mean, so...
0: You have to be responsible for yourself and your family and and that type of thing. But we did make announcements, and if you do, you know, did want to take shelter, we told you, you know, where to go to do that. And um, but there were there, but I feel like that's a Midwest thing. Yeah. I feel that if you live in the Midwest, you go out on the porch and look at the watch the storm rolling in kind of thing. We're
1: not saying that's what you should do. No, gosh, no. I'm just talking about like.
0: Uh, I'm just making, yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of
1: commentary. yeah. 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 But anyway, so then Friday, and that was great. And then uh, that the that we had a good crowd that mm-hmm. night. That, that was the great part. Friday was was pretty good. Um, and then it was hot on Saturday and Sunday. It was, that? yeah, it was. But we still had a great crowd, over a hundred thousand people, and um, it was it was truly a, a another great year. And now we're going into our is this our eighth?
0: It's our eighth, correct? Yes. And- yeah, and, and uh, the apps are rolling in for the um, vendors uh, barbecue now, barbecue companies. companies. Those are in. So um, a few that are coming back, I want to say MM&D. and yeah. And Mr. Green's, yeah, I want to say. Yeah, and
1: they were both champions, weren't they? Uh,
0: awesome, awesome was. Awesome Aussie. But, I mean, didn't oh, yes. win in the past? Yes, they both have. And
1: so did Mr. Green. Correct. And then Aussie's coming back. And he yes. was grand champion last mm-hmm. year. Best mm-hmm. sauce is coming back from uh, just north of Memphis. Just north
0: of Memphis, will and they're be a here.
1: multi-year winner on that sauce thing.
0: Yes, they are, and People's Choice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've got some good good eats coming up this year. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> right. And you know, it's, I always think it's interesting the story about just north of Memphis barbecue company because. You know, just north of Memphis, what's that mean? They're from Minneapolis. So right. So it's like just a little north of, yeah, anyway. But I guess his family was from Memphis and- Good people. All of that. So Real good people. Really good people.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: Rip Fest, you know, coming up this year is going to be great, but we're talking about last year right now. Yes. Um. So overall, you know, I think I would call last year, you know, we didn't lose money. We didn't make a lot, but um we- a lot of nonprofits benefited from the events that we did you know kids had their educational opportunities that's our biggest part of our mission and uh, we kept the we kept the lights on and we made some pretty massive improvements too mm-hmm. i mean we we did a lot of capital improvements last, last year and stuff so last year i would I would mark it as a as a good success
0: good And that's this year's like going to gonna be
1: something else
0: it really is isn't it yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. so we'll uh, get to doc Sturkin here yeah, and he's gonna come on. We'll talk about it next year uh,
2: after uh, we, we uh, visit with Doc. So
0: let's do it. And now we welcome Doc Sterkin.
2: Hey, Doc. Hi there, Larry and Melody. Welcome. Like, thanks for inviting me. And, and
1: oh, we're glad to have you. We well, got some stuff we want to uh, talk to you guys to you about and about the Junior Beef Project. And I think it'd be good for for us to get some information out there about what's coming up tomorrow. Though first is a big day.
2: Yes, yes, it's our weigh-in. It's kind of the beginning of our uh, junior beef project is uh, the way the winter weigh-in, and then we weigh them now, and then we'll weigh them again at the fair, and that'll be our selling weight and also our rate of gain weight so the kids get an idea how good of feeders they are, how good of, they took care of their animals by how much they gained from this, from this weight in February to the weight in August. So that's why we do this. Uh, we also tag them and put... Um, and pull DNA, so we make sure we get the same calf back at the fair that, that weighed came in. through the weigh-in. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of checks and balances, just to check. Uh, we'll probably weigh in over the years. We've been weighing in 100 head of steers. They don't all come to the fair. They they can weigh in eight, but they pick out three come fair time. Want, so,
1: yeah. so and this is a, a junior beef project, right? It yeah. was kind of our own club, but... 4-H is involved, too, and, and we can have other organizations that are approved by the fair board to be involved. So let's talk about what the kids have, have done up to this point to get ready to show their steer at the fair, right? What have they done before weigh-in?
2: Oh, yeah, it, it started way back and as soon as they sell their animal at the fair, they're beginning looking for the new steer for, yeah. the next, for the next year. That animal was born, like, in March, give or take, in March of the year before the fair. So that calf is like six months old come fall and the kids right away with they want to get their check from the from the sale so they can go out and buy these new calves they all go out looking at all these razors and try to pick out the calf they can afford and that they like and so that started back then so they've been feeding that animal taking care of it keeping it clean watering it you know all through that cold spell and everything you know they're, they're taking care of the animal it's quite a learning experience for these kids to take care of an animal th- that long through that kind of weather and everything so so uh, I think it's a great project.
1: Yeah, it's not, and it's not like just raising a, a you know a bunch of beef cattle like like a beef cattle farmer would do. I mean, this this animal here is getting some pretty special treatment, right?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. They take they take very good care of them. They keep them clean. They they if you get real serious with it, you don't have to, but but if you want to get real serious with the showing part, you got to you know wash it, clip it. Blow it out. They're just all kinds of things. You know, yeah. hoof trimming, special right. feed. It's everything.
0: What What are some of the signs? Backing up just a little bit. What are the some of the signs when these kids go out and look for one to show? What are some of the signs that they look for?
2: Well, they, you like them nice and thick over the top. You want a, a thick animal. You want a big bone. You want them to be structurally sound so that they can move. You know, mm-hmm. not real short strided on the back or or not like bucked over where their knees are farther ahead of their than their hooves and the front um they nice. call that bucked over yes that okay. well that's the bucked over one and, okay. and you don't want that yeah. nope that's bad and and it's not only for showing but also this animal's got to move good enough to get to the feedlot you know if it was in a feed lot, it had to get to the feed bunk and compete so it, there is a lot that goes back and forth between the commercial and the fair animals that that they're intertwined you know sure. it it goes together and and so um yeah um, you would know, like a nice neck on it you don't know, like a nice you don't know, like a lot of extra skin on the neck um straight back you know you like you don't want it to be roached where it's where it's humps up in the back or or where it breaks slouch, down in yeah. the back you yeah. you want it nice and straight so that's some of the things you look for there's I like
0: there's you know. a long checklist <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's for and sure. it's hard
2: when you find the perfect one, then you can't afford it because it's yeah. so expensive, but you just gotta do what you can do and do the good job with it, and then just be happy with the project
0: yes, just, and like you said, it's a learning experience yes that's what it's all about yes yeah definitely
2: do um do
1: some most or whatever of the steers that are shown at the fair did they they grow up on a on a in a beef farm or like a beef operation that you know, like a, you know, this this farmer has a bunch of black Angus and this and that. Does he raise show cattle too, or is that?
2: It's really pretty specialized. But we have all ranges of kids in our project. We got some who aren't interested in in the show as much as just the experience of doing it. Um, so a lot of these club calves are coming from special farmers who raise just show cattle for this. Sure. The commercial guy really don't want to mess with it because a lot of times. The show guys, they'll follow that calf around after they sell it. They'll come and help you clip it and fit it, and, and
1: that's their business.
2: Yeah, they put some, so they charge a little extra, but they give you a service. Where the commercial guy, he just wants to feed it, and take it to the market, and he doesn't want to mess with that. But no. but there we have those, we have some of them that, and there's nothing wrong with that. In the it's just, I
1: could see value in that.
2: Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, you you get an everyday learning experience, you know, on any of the animals, sure. so you can do that. It's just. Depends on what the kid wants to do.
1: Sure, sure. So, um, got the weigh in, and oh, I was going to ask you one more thing. Do they start like leading the steer around and stuff this early, or is that well?
2: We really recommend it after they've been in the project a few years. They understand that it's a lot easier breaking it when it's little than when it's big. But we still have some people who wait too long, and and it becomes hard to handle at the fair. But. Overall, we're, we got a pretty good group of kids and they work hard with these animals and they have them pretty well broke. But you got to start when they're smaller to have good luck. And just, it's good just for the kid because a little kid doesn't want to have a rodeo. You know, he exactly. doesn't want to get drug around. Right. So, so uh, do it at home and, and, uh, and start early and get it broke so you have a good experience. Sure. Yeah, and, and I found it interesting
1: that, you know, that there are, I guess, crossbred dairy breeds that end up in the steer show too, right? I mean, Holstein, like, what you think of a milk-producing cow, uh, but their calves, when they have a bull, you know, they, they can't milk it, and there's only so many bulls that, that can be that's, in a,
2: That's where they go. They, yeah. go. they go to the steer as a market, you yeah. know, market mm-hmm. as a steer for, for restaurants or home use or whatever, and there's nothing wrong with a good fed Holstein steer. You, I was surprised. You, you can't tell the difference. When you get the hide-off, it's, it's just as good. If it's fed right, it's just as good. Some of the beef people don't like to hear that, yeah. but but it's true. And uh, if it's fed right, it's just as good eating as as a colored cow. And
1: during the car- carcass show, car- for those of you don't know, a carcass show, they that's actually after the animal has been uh, broken down and butchered, they do a judging on what that meat quality is and what it looks like. You know, because the USDA grades beef. You know, by, what is it? It's
2: prime choice. Prime choice. choice Yeah, choice plus, choice, choice minus, select. And when you go to
1: a standard grocery store, like around town here um, in Elkhorn, if you go to to, uh, Hanson's or you go to Century down in Walworth, whatever, most of that beef that they sell at those stores, I don't know that they have a lot of prime cut beef.
2: No, that gets expensive. So that's that's a smaller market. But the choice, you like choice. You know, you get a pretty good quality for a decent price at the choice.
1: That's what you get at the store.
2: And on your point, Larry, a lot of times, fifty percent of the time, a Holstein steer wins our carcass contest. That's what I was going to mm. say. Yes.
1: Right, and and they'll grade out at
2: prime. They prime. They grade better than
1: a lot of these beef breeds. So it's very interesting to see, and and I know that that the whole the competitive nature of of showing beef cattle, that you know, like you said, there's some resistance t- towards uh, wanting a dairy breed or a cross for the dairy breed to win anything right and how much of that do you think so when you're doing the live standing animal show typically a winner is in the angus breed or the holstein breed or some more traditional sort of beef cattle breed but the dairy or dairy cross does not win that live stand-up show as it ever
2: no no well i don't i not, not since not, I took not over. Not since you not, took over. No. No, they get up there, you know, fifth, sixth, but no, they don't, they don't pick them for live. But
1: then you go to the carcass contest,
0: and yep. all of
1: a sudden they do well. And, like, the proof's in the pudding. That, that's me. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I judge things on, on how how successful they end up at the end, right? But it's kind of interesting that there is that, that disparagement, the kind of offset between standing and carcass shows. Yes. Um, and... You know, I've always tossed this around and I mean, hey, if this is a touchy subject or whatever, I just, I was thinking that maybe the judges should have a contest between each other. Like, the standing live, whoever does the best at picking the best carcass
0: uh-huh. wins a grand prize. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah.
2: Well, the one year, a lot of times I have a, a one judge judges the live show of the carcass and one judges the meat hanging on the on the rail. The one year I had, the same guy do both, so he could see how far he missed on did the he, live. Did from, he? Oh. But yes. he did a pretty good job. I but, was going to say, he, man. He's very smart. He's, he's done this all of his life. Well, he, number one, he
1: knew that he was going to be doing the carcass show. So so he paid attention. He, did
0: did he? I was mind.
2: wondering <laughs> if he
1: had a little extra attention on that one.
0: Wow. Uh, well, and last year, was, uh, was that a record for the meat animal sale as well? Yeah, it was uh, overall. Yes, of course, yeah, that's, they, overall. that's you know, swine and everything. Yes, yeah,
2: unbelievable. I, yeah. I, I can't think of the community and the county and all the businesses enough for the support they give our kids. It's it's just amazing, and, and we really appreciate it, and I hope you keep coming back, but but uh, it's, it's amazing. We appreciate
1: it. Yeah, I think last year was over a million dollars.
2: I mean, that really is. is
1: something else. And I didn't know a lot about, you know, I didn't grow up showing at a fair, you know. I used to love to go to them as a kid, and... Uh, when I was in high school, I lived in a, a town in Iowa that has one of the best county fairs in the nation, uh, Clay County Fair. So, I mean, I, I was familiar with them and all of that, but never participated. Mm-hmm. When I grew up, my my parents worked in town, you know, and 4H and FFA those that was for farm kids, and uh, it, it wasn't, but that's that was the perception at the time. And there's so many opportunities for kids outside of uh being directly connected to agriculture to get involved in these clubs and learn how to do things and learn about agriculture and how food gets on the table and all of that but back to the reason i bring it up the meat animal sale i i I never i was not familiar with what those were or any of that it's pretty amazing so how many how many kids i i obviously don't know an exact number how many kids do you think participate in that meat animal sale with their animals
2: all the species yes swine you know beef must be around $300, three hundred, three hundred, three hundred fifty, okay. somewhere yeah. in there.
1: All right, and so every one of those kids, when would they bring their animal in uh, during the fair? It happens on Friday. They've already done their kind of their show. They know what's what, who won what, and all of that. Right, as far as beef goes, and and they sell that animal. The, there's a crowd of people there from local, from area businesses. A lot of times, will come in to buy animals to help support these kids in their in their youth program, and they'll pay exorbitant amounts of money for these these animals but the kids get that money and they use it for going to trade school going to regular college or whatever it might be invest in their future and some other maybe that they're going to start out for. but at any rate it can turn into quite a, a financial gain for a kid to get their life going yes and yep.
2: so yeah, that's a big part of it yes
1: it really is so uh you got the beef weigh in and then yeah, of course that's, that's, that's for the show during uh the fair But then you've got a new show too, don't
2: you? Yeah, we're gonna try something different. I got to put on a few mandatory meetings anyway, and we've done a few things over and over, and we're getting kind of tired of that. So we're gonna we're gonna do a show. Showmanship clinic is still people are pretty interested in that. So we're gonna do the showmanship clinic, and then in conjunction with that, we're gonna do a show, a regular beef show. We'll show heifers and steers for the Walworth County kids. We're gonna start out. We're not opening it up to other counties yet I would like it to grow but this is our first year we're gonna open it up to our county kids and hopefully we get some, a turnout we'll have cash prizes for the top five steers top five heifers we're gonna see how much sponsor money we get and then maybe we can pay out some breed champions and whatever money we get in we're gonna turn it back as winnings prize money for the kids and then we'll have door prizes and so we're just going to start, uh, March 16th. we we'll try to try to put on a show and see if thing can grow. Well, so. I hope
1: so. And I'm wondering, you know, if that show is going to help improve the quality of our show during the fair too. I mean, some of these kids, will they show more than those two times this year? Or will they?
2: Yeah. You know, a lot of, uh, there's a bunch that don't, that's, this is the only show they do is the fair, that's you the know? Fair. So this one is close. They can come to this one. It's not real high profile. You know, just bring what you got. We yeah. don't have water. They got animals got to come clean. And, and, you know, our facilities right now ain't the greatest. But we got to, we can use the activity center and the discovery barn and they can show off the trailer, you know, and maybe it'll grow, you know, and, and see if this thing can grow. And, so when is that show? Uh, March, 16th. March 16th. March 16th at what time? Uh, the check-in will be at 7. We'll, okay. we'll bring the steers in, weigh them and get them checked in, make classes, do but our if show. I wanted, which,
1: if I want to just come in just to watch the show, what time should I come?
2: Probably around ten.
1: It's hard to say. It's like yeah. when you get yeah. everything done, you yeah. start. So yeah. yeah. Get there maybe before ten.
2: Yep. Um we'll have food there. You yeah, know, I was gonna, that we'll was that was the
1: Larry question. <laughs> <You're gonna> have, <laughs> that's <laughs>
2: the important part. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have a barbecue and, and it'll be just donation, whatever. It'll be free or oh, donation or whatever you want to do. Love
1: nice. that. Yeah, you have uh good donuts at the beef weigh-in too i know that oh boy (laughs) you think i'm coming
0: there to say hi to you Doc? mary's
2: getting them today (laughs) you're picking up today
1: yeah i I gotta i I gotta hope that it's you know for me the coldest day of the year is beef weigh-in we get into that barn and everybody that, that grew up in the anywhere around farms or whatever knows that in the winter time the temperature in a barn is about Thirty degrees colder than it is and outside. And it's windy. It's and always yeah. windy. It's always windy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, but this year, what's what's the temperature Oh my like? gosh!
2: It's going to unbelievable. It's yeah, it's, it's going to be like Florida. Yeah. It's like spring break. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. We've done it when it was zero, you know, and oh. miserable. So. Last
0: year was so cold. Yeah. I do remember the last year oh, was really it's
1: bad.
2: Every year it's cold.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. barn
2: is cold. Yeah. yeah. In it's, the shade, in the wind.
1: Yeah. I think you're my. You're actually a better predictor of the next season than the groundhog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see. I think we'll we're gonna see. have an early spring because it's warm for
0: the and <laughs>
2: We're gonna find out. Oh, that
0: kicks off tomorrow morning at nine a.m. Larry will be there for the donuts. I, of course, will want to <laughs> take every one of those home <laughs> of the of the uh, the animals. So yeah. Well, so, see. Yeah.
2: Yeah. you have a ton of volunteers for that. Oh, I got. That's what makes this thing fun. Is I got such a good committee and yeah. helpers and and a lot of exhibitors families help and it's amazing. And I I really want to give a shout out to my committee you know absolutely first off i want to thank my wife because she does all the paperwork all the computer stuff she's busy a lot between the fair and this weigh-in and the steak cookout i can't imagine how many hours she gets so i gotta thank her and then on my committee i got karen and jeff reed Corey and tom cook marlene and jerry siegler and mark polyak and that's a committee that i've had for years and they just are unbelievable and that's what that's what makes you keep going is working with such nice people. And you, mm-hmm.
1: have, you have people come in, volunteer, that aren't even on the committee. They oh, yes, Farmers oh, and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. i got experience. Andy
2: Adams. Uh, yep. uh, yeah, there's a, just a number that come and help. And a lot of exhibitors hang around and help. And No, it, it's just, that's what makes it fun. That's
0: good what network. It makes it work. Very yeah. good network.
1: Fantastic. So uh, if, if the public wants to come and kind of watch that, it's it's a little hard to kind of get up by the scale and stuff unless you come in the one end of the
2: discussion. Yes, bar. we do. We, don't have a lot of area for people to watch, and and you got to watch the flow of the animals and stuff like yeah. that. But but if you want to just come and take a look, you could. But it's hard. Maybe, maybe a lot call, of things helping.
1: Maybe call somebody on the committee and say, hey, you
2: know, yes, what could should I, I do? come in? Yeah, that sounds yep, good. To yep, me.
1: Yep. All right, very good, Doc. It's a yeah. pleasure once again talking to you, and well, thanks for sharing your knowledge about the uh, uh, beef industry. And how many years have you been
2: doing this now with helping the kids out? Hi well, I've been doing. Probably 20, you know, maybe 12 with the beef kids. I did the swine before that. and Yeah, probably around 12, 14. I don't know. I lost track.
1: Well, you've, you've improved the lives of hundreds and hundreds of kids, Doc. And we try. Well, we try. It's, it's valued, and everybody here uh, at the fairgrounds and obviously all the superintendents that know you and, and, and worked with you over the years, All we all appreciate every, everything that you do and your family, Mary, too. We know the boss is Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. Yeah. yeah, we got to
2: take care of Mary. <laughs> Thanks for that's kicking right. him in, back to the fairgrounds once in a while. <laughs> that's right. All right, Doc. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Larry Thank and Melody. You're right. very
0: welcome. And hang on, because we'll be back with Beyond the Barns with a special announcement. So hang on. And we're back once again. Thank you to Doc Sturkin for um, taking some time to come in and talk about the Junior Beef weigh-in that's happening tomorrow morning, starting at 9 a.m. until noon. So
1: And it's in the calf barn here.
0: Yeah, it's in the calf barn.
1: Hey, isn't Doc Sturkin a, just a great human?
0: He really is, yeah. yes. We yep. have so
1: many good people that help uh, at the fairgrounds, and, and especially during the fair, um, you know, just some of the best leadership in the county, mm-hmm. parents, grandparents, you know, these project leaders, all of that. You know, and the youth participation in our fair, our county fair every year is so high, and that's just a testament to, you know, the way they're brought up, Right. Their parents, their family, but also the, the leaders, and the, leaders and the mentors and all of that of the different departments during the fair. Um, you know, FFA too, obviously. So, mm-hmm. anyway, Doc's great. I couldn't couldn't say enough good things
0: about right. him. Right. Yeah.
1: So yeah, we got a couple things we want to talk about.
0: We sure do. Um, well, one of them. House cleaning first,
1: though. You got to get. You got to announce the. Yeah. I'll what, let what's our
0: house cleaning? Okay, so once though we do need to mention. The original, the original Barnyard Bargain Bonanza is back, and that's happening at, on February 24th, again, in the Activity Center. So that's really exciting. And I know that Vendor Space, Vendor Booth, it, it's sold out already. Yeah. Completely. And
1: they're only doing one of those this yes. year, Yes, right? yeah. So, so if you want to go, that's the day.
0: Yep, February 24th, once again, the original Barnyard Bargain Bonanza, that is back. And, and, that's, and that's at the
1: Activity Center. Yeah,
0: at the, at the Activity gonna Center. And I'm going to throw my
1: Larry thing in here. They got good food there. <laughs> and they do, I, and, and and I think does anybody else make pies? I I know Eileen makes a truckload of homemade pies.
0: Our residential pie lady is is going to be she's bringing a, in yeah. pies. Yeah.
1: yeah, she's she you'll see pictures of her pies posted uh, on our social media feeds quite a bit.
0: Award winning. She
1: yeah, they're award winning and, she's and you very can creative. buy
0: them. Yes, you can buy them. You can buy buy a piece, you can buy a pie. I don't know how many she's going to be bringing in, but get there early.
1: Yeah, (laughs) big
0: time. Get there early and shop and have a great day.
1: Yep, so we do have something else, and we're just going to kind of tease this out. We're going to make an announcement on February 14th of a new event that's going to happen at the fairgrounds on August 2nd and 3rd. So we're going to make the announcement. on the four, on 14th of on fourteenth on Valentine's Day,
0: Valentine's Day, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and you're gonna want to know what this is. Oh, and yes. So just pay attention to our social media feeds mm-hmm. and all of that. Uh, we'll be announcing that, like I said, on the fourteenth, and uh, we're so excited. So hope you will be too.
0: Oh my gosh, I know it's it's hard to keep quiet about this.
1: It's one of the it's gonna be one of the biggest events to ever hit the fairgrounds.
0: It, it truly, and it's is. an entertainment
1: event, and mm-hmm. something that's gonna be wi- wildly popular and. Uh, well, we just can't wait. wish we could. And the reason we can't, you know, a lot of people are like, why haven't we announced who's doing the fair? What concerts we're having and all of that sort of thing too. Sometimes it's the, it's the contracts you have with whoever's running the event and they may not want you to talk about it until a certain date because of prior commitments they have maybe in a, in a competitive market. So at any rate, that's why we have to hold off on stuff. And, um, but February 14th, tune in. Social media.
0: Social media. Watch our Facebook page, and um, you will not be disappointed. We can't. We can't wait. So that's that.
1: <laughs> yep. And next year, I mean, it, it's looking like a fabulous year. All the big good events are coming back, and um, you know, as far as like Ribfest, the fair, the horse shows, all that stuff. Uh, we're trying to book a monster truck show right now. Um, we've got our bull riding all booked up. Um, yeah, so
0: Right, it's going to be a bang-up year. It's going to be so much fun. 2024, Ribfest dates July 10th through the 14th, and the fair theme this year, Star Stripes, and Fair Delights. That's running August 28th through September 2nd. We can't wait to see you there, and uh, some really fun things uh, once again for the fair this year.
1: Fair. 175th. 175th. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's right. And the
1: county board um, put together uh, some funding for us to uh, spruce up our main gate to in honor or celebrate our 175th year and I thought that was a nice gesture
0: very so nice very we'll nice be we appreciate that on
1: that project here pretty soon so looking forward to a good 2024
0: absolutely everybody have a great weekend we'll see you tomorrow for those that will be at the junior beef weigh-in starting at 9 a.m otherwise everybody have a great day have a great weekend until then next time that we are together with beyond the barns podcast thanks for listening